Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Today's episode is brought to you by the Athena Wellness Academy, your resource for wholehearted living. The Academy's featured offering is an online course called From Type A to Type B, How to Mindfully Descend the Corporate Ladder and Invite What's Next. This course is perfect for you if you're contemplating or navigating a professional transition and it's available as a self-study or with a small cohort of students facilitated by me, Kathy Robinson. To learn more, I invite you to go to athenawellnessacademy.teachable.com or click on the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I'm joined once again by life transition coach Ellen Rothstein. During this discussion, Ellen shares some thoughts with listeners who may want to make a life change but are feeling stuck. And now on to the show. I hope you find this conversation helpful. Once again, I'm joined by transitional life coach Ellen Rothstein. Welcome back, Ellen. Thank you. So, Ellen, I wanted to talk to the listener who is going through a career transition, uh, but is just feeling stuck. And so we had talked previously about these different phases of transition and how we might be able to get stuck in something like a pre-contemplation or a contemplation phase. So for somebody who has just been ruminating with this, what advice might you have for them or how can they start to get unstuck? They can get unstuck by thinking about what they really have enjoyed the most in their work life. What have they excelled at? What have they gotten outside praise for? But most importantly, what have they enjoyed doing? Typically, those are hand, go hand in hand, what you're good at and what you enjoy. Really think about it. Identify even those small moments. For me, when I was working in a digital media company, I realized I really liked being the liaison in meetings between the engineers, the you know, the CEO, the sales team, the account people. And I dug down and realized it was when I was assessing the situation, quickly grasping the important information and making sure that everybody saw it that way and elicited their opinions and their feelings, and then wrapped it up into something actionable for people, and then provided a recap after, and then followed up with them after. And I realized it was bringing the people together. It wasn't about the work. So I would encourage other people to look at what they really liked the best and when they felt the most successful. And then once they've identified those kinds of things, Where else might they be able to use those in their same industry and make a lateral shift or look at a different industry, different field? Where else might those skills be transferable? 
and very open, like, okay, great, I'm good with people. But what types of people, what types of situation, what in work environment makes me happy? Do I like working remotely from home? Do I want to be with people? Do I want some combination thereof? And really starting to identify situations in which they can bring the things they love the most to. I love this list, you know, starting with what what you enjoy the most. I, I remember when I was in pre-contemplation phase, when I was around 50, I started with the question of how do you want to spend your time? Because I never asked myself that question before. And then I love your example. This idea of, you know, I, I love being a, a liaison. I can synthesize. I can come up with action plans. I like working with people. I'm curious how long it took for you to take that and then realize that, wow, it was actually coaching. Like, what was that process like? That was a long time. I had started dipping my toe in the water. I'd started taking some classes while I was working at that job. And this was, I don't know, quite a few years ago. I took various classes thinking maybe I want to do this. But at that time, I was limiting myself by thinking I have to have a full-time income and benefits. I just have to. And it's not that I don't now, but circumstances changed that allowed me to look at things in a different way. And it took a while for me to give myself permission to remove the obstacles that were in my way. And frankly, if I'd gotten recruited for some fabulous job, I might have done it and I might have been very unhappy. Whereas now I'm not very unhappy. I'm actually quite happy. The trade-off that I was will, finally willing to make was to embrace what I really want to do versus what I really think I should do. Mm. I love that this took a period of time because I think that really is the story that you don't have to be stuck where you are. I mean, you said you can make a lateral move and a lot of times we don't think about that or you can move to a different industry, something that's going to give you, ease the pressure a little bit while you're doing these other things. And so to your point before, when we were talking about manifestation, the action doesn't go away. While you were trying these other things, it, I'm guessing it made your time in the office more pleasurable as well, because you had this other thing that you were interested in that you were learning. Is that fair? Yeah, that is fair. That is. And I think those people that have a vision of where they want to take themselves, that's great. I didn't, quite honestly. That's one of the reasons it took a long time is I didn't have a clear vision. But doing whatever I was doing was inching me forward and getting me closer to the point at which I was clear that, oh, okay, now I see how I can do this. So I would encourage people to be patient with themselves. You know, their kids that start college, they know they want to be an architect. They know they want to be a doctor. But a lot of kids just don't know. It's the same thing for us adults. And sure, if you know exactly what you want to do, great. It's easier to make it happen. But there's a lot of people like myself that didn't have a clear vision. And you got to keep swimming. You got to keep swimming in the water you can't tread because, and if you stand still, you're just going to be miserable. So what can you be doing? Trying, taking a variety of classes, for example, or talking to people, or what can you do reading things? Or what can you do to open up your world a little bit that can help move you towards 
what that vision might eventually become. And then one last follow-up. You've talked before about the importance of listening to your inner voice. And so I'm wondering how, using yourself as an example, how you were able to begin to listen, to get to know, to connect. Are there some ways for listeners to be able to be more in tune with the things that they already know? I think it's pretty much the same thing I talked about earlier, where you have to notice, you have to pay attention to the things that make you happy, to the things that don't make you happy, and start to notice patterns. If every time you're asked to you know, lead a meeting in a corporate environment and you quiver and shake and you hate it, then that's probably not the kind of thing you ought to be doing. On the other hand, if you're asked to do it, as I was to lead an hand, all-hands meeting, I was terrified. But I discovered if I did enough preparation, I got up there and I really enjoyed it. And that was a shock to me. I never thought I would like doing that. So pay attention, start noticing, see patterns, and it will help eventually get you a lot of clarity about what that inner voice is telling you. Perfect. Well, Ellen, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much again for being with us. Thank you. I've also enjoyed this conversation immensely. Thank you for having me as a guest. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot, and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.